Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Mudbutt's bachelor party has gotten violent and our team still hasn't quite gelled together. Mudbutt tried to protect Alan in the ring, but in the end, Alan saved him. While Reginald revealed a potential plan, but Quinny shot it down because he didn't trust Reginald. Will our heroes find a plan they can agree on before they face their separate dooms? Find out next on Dumb Dumbs and Dragons. You approach the front desk at Shag Nasty's um, for your uh, predetermined uh, uh, both like strip club plus experience uh, that's that's uh, uh, an open-ended uh, offer. But, but I think when you book this, it's a little bit like when you book a vacation package and you don't exactly know what you're getting, but you're just kind of like, this seems like a thing to click. Um, when they're like, do you need a GPS in your car? You're like, maybe I do. Maybe I do need <laughs> to be able to plug in a USB. I don't know. Um, so uh, you arrive at uh, Shagnasty's, which is uh, the uh, famous um, uh, uh, half-orc uh strip club chain uh, throughout Faerun that um, these cats know is secretly run by Bryn, um, who is admittedly MIA. Um, you arrive at uh, at the front desk and um, there is uh, just like a, an incredibly um, curvy androgynous orc uh, who is somehow everything you want but didn't necessarily know you wanted – at once. Um, they've got like their hair back in a cool like top knot. Um, their outfits is like one of those outfits that shouldn't work. It's a bunch of like colors and cuts that just are are seem almost like someone just dropped a bag of clothes through a sewing machine. And yet um, just because of the way they look and the way they carry themselves, they've just really kind of it all works. Um, and they say, um, hello, ah, Mr. Butt. Welcome, welcome. Uh, I'm so glad uh, you're able to make your your tea time. That's what we call it here. It's a golf joke. Um, my name is Zen, and I'm so glad you're here. Um, also, thank you so much for including the names of your guests today, because really, it would have been tremendous egg on our faces if we didn't have the appropriate outfits ready. And they reach under the desk and uh, pull out a brand new, highly improved fuck harness, and they just immediately <laughs> hand it to Quinny. <laughs> well, uh, what what's what's this? I've never seen something like this before. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brown Barrel, or should I say murder child? Uh, no, that's blatantly not true. This is made famous by you. In fact, 
after your unfortunate demise, uh, welcome back, by the way, um, at uh, the Quinnies, um, which have been banned, I should say, from Oasis because, oh boy. But um, after that, um, you gained some notoriety here as our as one of our most famous customers. And uh, as a result, uh, the Quintech uh, 2000 fuck harness uh, was developed, uh, built to your specifications and with your sneaky style. So uh, it's great that you're here. Our customers absolutely love it. And uh, really, it'll, it'll mean a lot to all of us uh, if, you, if you could don the, the new gear. You, you named it after me? <laughs> of course. Wait, so. Quinny, why are you famous here? Because I blew up, I guess. And, oh, like here in this specific. Yeah. Oh, it it was uh, part of our plan to, uh, I like look at this attendant me like, ah, fuck it. It was part of our plan to um, uh, get the, uh, the original fighter uh, thrown out so that the Forsaken could take his place in the. Uh, in the, in the in the duel that was going to take place, it was like shit. A, that was so long ago. Yeah, yeah. So I took it upon myself to piss him off, and he kind of beat me up here. It's weird that I'm famous for it now, but yeah. Well, uh, it was less about the getting beat up uh, and demanding to see a manager, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Brown Barrow. More so uh, that once we we saw how it all played out, um, uh, a lot of us uh, who work here put it together, and admittedly. We'd been stalking the fuck harness for several years, and it never quite fit anyone properly. We were really thinking it was a bad investment. And honestly, I got to tell you, we went all in on it, uh, and it was pretty concerning. We were going to take a pretty big financial hit. Um, But then when people saw that uh, Murder Child, the martyr of the, the great heist, wore the fuck harness, it became very popular. We have it in all shapes and sizes now. We have it in multiple colors. Um, and uh, honestly, it's it's been doing quite well. Um, now, you seem a bit surprised that this exists. Have you been collecting your royalty checks for this? Uh, royalty checks? No. Um, if they're like, if there's just like a backlog here, I'll just collect them all now. Well, um, I mean, there, there's a bit of a catch. Uh, because if you refuse to wear the Quintech 2000 in Shag Nasties, people will, will come to feel that the, the fashion has changed. And then, honestly, all of our investment will be null and void. So it would seem to me that if you would like your royalties, perhaps you should just put on the Quintech. Mm. They say, like, I'm wearing one under this. It's fantastic. Sure, yeah. Uh, how much are my royalties? Um, I, I, I would have to check with, with our accountant, but, um, I, I believe you're owed about, uh, 10,000 gold. All right. You guys got like a changing room or anything around here? <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> we also named it after you. And you just see a little sign that says the, the Quitty Brown Barrow Memorial <laughs> Change Room. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, uh, as Quinny is changing... Um, Zen kind of uh, welcomes uh, like Alan, Reginald, and uh, Mudbutt. Um, so uh, Mudbutt, being a, a man who who demands the best, um, has booked the uh, the elite platinum floor show, um, and um, it will be beginning momentarily. Um, but uh, Zen, uh, make sure to ask if uh, any of you require anything. Or anyone. Really, we have both options. Whatever you need. We also have really good tea. 
you know, you know what? Uh, I'm feeling pretty learned after learning uh, a lot of fun stuff from my daughter right here. Oh, uh, a, a family I, affair. That's kind of <laughs> gross, but okay. Uh, so, uh, how about I have your finest tea? Excellent. Would you like some booze in that? Yes, please. <laughs> Fine boozy tea for you. A blueberry right. tea it is. Um, and uh, they look at their notes and then turn to Alan and they say, um, Alan, but um, what? Uh, nope. No, oh, let's I, just. Nope. Okay. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, just Alan? Or let's, just but? Let's just keep it Alan. There's Alan. no but in the name at all. There's no direct relation. You know, just, I. That's. Honestly, I just work at this strip club. I don't need to I, know your family history. I feel I'm very judged right out. now. Just Alan. Just crossing it out. There you go. Okay, just Alan. Uh, just Alan, what can I get you? Um, wa- Water, please. All right, big spender. Um, and uh, uh, Mr. Farch, it is an honor. I am a big fan. Um, I got to say, uh, I took my partner to the first Forsaken fight. Oh, you you were very violent. Uh, that was a bit alarming. But, um, uh, you know, uh, they used to fight, too. They really like they, they explained a lot of your 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 combat prowess to me. And I got to say, I was pretty impressed. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So what I would like is uh, a private room with one of your most experienced, older uh, <laughs> workers. Oh, excellent. All right. Um, well, here, and uh, they pass you, um, for lack of a better term, a menu um, that just has, like, it's basically almost like flipping through, like, um, like an online dating site. It's just like a quick bio, kind of uh, likes and dislikes, um, you know, kind of what their deal is. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can kind of flip through that at your leisure. Cool. Uh, basically, I want to flip through it. And, Tom, I am looking for someone who is older, probably near the end of their career, and would likely want money. Cool. Um, okay, yeah. So um, as fate would have it, uh, you settle upon um, a, a, an orc um, woman who has been working here for quite some time and uh, whose heart was broken once long ago uh, by uh, by uh, a man similar in appearance to you, but you don't know that, uh, who left her high and dry uh, in order to carry out a scheme. Um, so you pick her and, um, you, uh, you make your way to the room. Great. Um, I do that. <laughs> do you, do you switch to, uh, one of the, uh, fancy robes? Uh, no, no, he wouldn't. Okay. Um, so, uh, you enter the room, uh, Mudbutt, you and Alan go and, uh, sit down and, um, Quinny comes to join you. Uh, Quinny, what do you look like? Uh, just my regular clothes. I'm wearing it underneath, like the attendant said. <laughs> uh, Zen goes, yeah, sorry. Uh, I should have been clear. Pull the collar down a little so no, you can see uh, every, it. No, everyone under. needs to be able to see it, I'm afraid. Oh, um, it's it's going to be in the promotional brochures. Like, it's very important. Wait, what? Quinny's <laughs> <laughs> um, like, fine. Fuck you. He just like <laughs> kicks his pants off. Yeah, you just like fully uh, Jim Carrey in uh, yeah. it was a Bruce Almighty where he just yeah. flings all of his clothes to the ground. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So uh, what does this new harness look like? Uh, what does it look like? Um, 
Uh, I don't have it all pictured, but I think on the shoulder, like they're the straps that are running along the shoulder. It has like big like feathers that kind of come off. Mm. I think <laughs> big like colorful feathers. Um, I think it's less revealing um, <laughs> because because I think it needs to appeal to a, a wider audience, um, and so it like it like covers up part of the chest as well people that want their chest covered, it covers up the groin for people that want their groin covered and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's a very technical garment. There's a lot of yeah. snaps and, and buckles. So you can kind of... that can be removed to create yeah, openings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Honestly, the stomach it, is exposed kind of thing. It's um, alarmingly similar uh, in design to your uh, house farch cloak. Uh, in that there's just buckles and snaps and various ways oh. you can like, or I guess junipers, uh, so yeah, you can junipers, like re yeah. resort it however you want. Mm -hmm. um, incidentally, this one is actually very comfortable. Um, it's, I mean, the the concept of it is still uncomfortable to Quinny, but yep. um, the the chafing of the previous edition is completely gone, uh, which is which is a, a pleasant a pleasant surprise. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so you you settle in uh, settle into your seat. Um, and uh, the three of you uh, proceed to watch uh, the Platinum Show. Um, the Platinum Show is like if Maxim Magazine made Cirque du Soleil. So there's a lot of aerialists. There's a lot of truly spectacular acrobatics. But it's also Maxim. So like everything's kind of tame. Um, it's kind of the plan they they offer to people who want to say they had the strip club experience without really having to live the strip club experience. Uh, and Alan, you are so relieved um, that uh, oh, yeah. this is uh, this is how this is playing out. Um, and honestly, Mudbutt, I don't actually think you know what a strip club is. You just knew it was something that people said happens in bachelor parties. So you're like taking <laughs> notes. Um, and yeah. like this is this is like, oh, okay, well, it's just like a play, I guess. I, I kind of um, lean over to Alan and be like, when do you think the birds are going to show up? What birds? Well, whenever I told people, they said this place was full of chicks. So I, I'm just wondering when like the birds are going to show a, up. It's a slightly derogatory term for women. But the, <laughs> bir the birds? Look, uh, I, birds I, I, is I'm, also I'm, a derogatory term for women. I'm drinking I mean, this really uh, intoxicating tea. So oh wait, I'm I'm confused. So I was told there were, were going to be chicks here, and I got I got Women. Richard I got Richard a little shirt that said I like I like chicks because he's a chick, and uh, all I see are these very athletic women d doing very impressive tricks. Yeah, some where, people where might the call birds? them chicks. They're bird women. Nope. <laughs> no, it's just. But that one has feathers. That's an outfit. Yeah, and it's that's the latest Quinny. thing, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pointing at Quinny. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh. Oh, so... It's a fuck harness, Dad. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Oh, does that help with fuck running? Uh, probably doesn't hurt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, honestly, there's less chafing, so yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. God, you, you've taught me so much already. Oh, wow, she's upside down. Meanwhile, in the um, the side alcove, um, uh, the door is flung open, and um, the uh, professional smile on uh, the older orcish woman immediately dissipates as uh, she sees Reginald, and she just goes, "Oh no, not you again!" Okay, first of all, you clearly think I'm someone else. 
I'm not that person. I just look like him, and I'm lying right now. Here's the deal. <laughs> I want to give you 10,000 gold for a very easy job. Okie dokie. <laughs> there is someone outside named Quinny Brownbarrow. He has a bag of holding that I doubt he currently has with him because he went and changed. I would need that bag of holding, but I can't go get it because I'm bad at sneaking. But I feel like you're very good. So if you can bring me that bag of holding, I will give you 10,000 gold. Okie dokie. Um, and she leaves. Uh, Quinny, did you leave the bag of holding with your, your gear in yeah, the Quinny Brown Barrow um, memorial change room? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't have left it in the change room. Um, I think we talked about we had like lockers and like yep. tickets or something like that, right? Yeah, 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 I would have put it with that thing, whatever that old system was. Okay. Um, I'm assuming since she's an employee, she probably just can get a key and open it. Yeah, I, I just rolled to see uh, <laughs> if she could talk her way past Zen and um, they're distracted, um, like updating all the marketing materials about, you know, Quinny was here on this day. Um, so, uh, yep, she manages to get uh, get your gear, Quinny, and uh, she takes it back to um, Reginald, and she says, "You're not you're not going to hurt him, right? He's a bit of a celebrity around here. We all really like him. He whistled so loud that 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 asshole got killed, which was very nice." No, no, no. I, I like him, too. He's rude sometimes, but that's true of a lot of superiors. You I know, work in a strip club. That. That's just kind of a Wednesday for me. Yeah, all right. So let me take a look at this bag. And I open it up. And then under my breath, I just go, oh, thank God there was gold in here. Uh, and then I'll just take out 10,000 golds because there's 50K in there. Then just give it to her. Uh, and then I want to <laughs> go She in. has to awkwardly make, like, an apron catch out of her shirt. And is like, oh, this is not how I imagined this going, but thank you. <laughs> well, let me see. Maybe there's a backpack or something here. There's got to be a bag. Uh, and I want to look through and see if there's anything that could take gold. I doubt it, but... <laughs> Theoretically you got possible. the list. <laughs> I t- Tyler's got it. Tyler's got the list. Yeah, sorry. What were you looking for again? I was also I was just checking. I only have ten thousand written down. So no, because we won might... fifty thousand on the island. On the island? Yes. Yeah. I was gambling. I was wagering on arm oh, wrestling with, uh, with Dex. They were just okay. giving away okay. money. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And what were you looking for? Is there like a bag or something that could hold gold in it? As a bedroll. Great. Bedroll. Bam. <laughs> We're going to take it. It's going to be a sleeping bag full of cash. <laughs> yeah. And I give that to her and I say, thank you. Uh, and then I want to take the contract out uh, and I'm going to pocket the contract. Uh, and yep. then I'll say to her, cool. Could you like put this back? Oh, that is much better for me. Yes. I was really worried I was going to lose my job. Um, oh, Zen no, is, I is real touchy about stuff like this. Uh, they would have had my head. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and we don't we don't have to have sex. I don't want to pay your murder tithe. I, I, I don't think I'm good enough at sex. And murder I don't think I have tithe? money. Why? This is a brothel, right? So what you do is you come in and then I give you a large amount of money for the privilege of you having sex with me. And then at the end, I have to kneel down and you decide whether or not I pleasured you enough that I deserve to live. I don't think I'm that good at sex. I haven't done it before. And I don't want to get down on my knees and have you decide to kill me. Oh, honey, things are real dark where you come from, um, but happily in a sex positive way. So I'm going to just kiss you on the forehead. Um, and she does. And it's incredibly tender and sweet and weirdly, like perhaps the most intimate thing that's ever actually occurred. Oh, 100 percent. I don't life. think he's had positive physical intimacy. Um, and she just says, um, it's OK to not be be good at sex. 
Um, it's not okay to like not try to be better and, and to try and help whoever you're with, but like, it's okay to not be great at it. And that's actually kind of what our job is, is, is to help people like you. And here at Shag Nasties, um, we, uh, I, we, we would just rather that, that, you know, you, you kind of learn, learn what you like and, and learn how to be better than, uh, kill you. That's not really our, our jam. Unless you're an asshole, in which case, uh, your little bud Quinny there, uh, gets you killed and we're all very happy about it. So, um, don't worry about that. Uh, it's okay. Take it in your own time. It's okay to be a virgin. It's okay to be bad at sex. It's okay to just not have sex. You just do you. It's all good. And that's coming from a professional sex worker. My only job is sex, and I'm telling you it's okay. Thank oh, you for thank this you. weird bed roll. We don't yeah. really need any more of these here, but it is easier than trying to carry money in my shirt. Yeah, um, and I'm super sorry that whoever looked like me was a dick to you before, because you were clearly a very nice person, and you did not deserve that. Well, thank you very much. Um, I hope I'll see you again someday. But if not, I just hope you have a good one. You you deserve it. You're a good person. And then she just pats you on the head and she leaves. And I think he might cry just a little. Just <laughs> a little because he's not really prepared for any kindness from anyone. He lives in a world of constant betrayal and death. Uh, and then he would also just take a quill and a pot of ink off of the table next to him and stow that where he stows the contract. Just so he's got that as like an ace in the hole now. Sure. Um, so... Um, uh, the orc replaces uh, the gear back in the uh, the secret lockers. Um, at this point, uh, Zen is mostly like fast sketching. Um, Quinny watching the show like desperately because they can't mm-hmm. take photos. So it's like one of those weird like, look, this person ate here. Um, and you can see that they're very excited about trying to get Quinny to sign it. Um, so they're just kind of awkwardly standing nearby with a quill. Um, the show continues to be kind of bland. Um, they're really doing like good work. It's just. The choreography is bad, and that's really not their fault, but that's kind of what you're getting. Um, and, uh, yeah, Mudbutt, you're completely taken aback uh, by by uh, this weird slang for women. Um, and I think by, by the end of it are, are like, kind of, like, actively angry about it. Like, it, it's, it's not anything they're doing, just, like, the concept of it pisses you off. Yeah, no, I wanted a bird show. Yeah, because like yeah, like, L- little Richard wanted to see some birds because he's, he's just a baby, and so I wanted him to be, like, one day you'll grow up to be a bird like that. But now, but now I can't positive do that. Positive role models? Yeah. I thought it was going to be a positive experience for, for both my children. Yeah. Um, so uh, the show comes to an end uh, just as uh, Reginald comes to join you. Uh, Reginald, are you going to try and play up that you just had super cool sex because you're super good at it? I think he's going to play that like a gentleman never tells card in just the hopes that he can get through the conversation without having to describe anything. Cool. I don't think anyone's going to ask you. I was just curious about uh, <laughs> no. I think vibe. if she if she hadn't been nice to me, probably would have done that. But I feel like all he's thinking right now is like on the way out, he has to give her like a six stars out of five review. Like if there's like a comment card, he'd write something really heartfelt and glowing. Sure, but not um, show it to anyone. Uh, Quinny, uh, as soon as the show's done, um, Zen is suddenly beside you, and they just lean down with the. Um, the, the quick sketch, uh, which has, a, a, a much fancier, like, Moulin Rouge-style show going on, and, B, has you, like, applauding, just looking, like, <laughs> heroic. Um, and they say, uh, listen, um, thank you so much again. Um, would you mind signing this? Uh, we want to put it up on our celebrity wall. We've got all sorts of people up there. Um, you know, we, we have uh, uh, the, the head of the Thieves Guild, 
Um, we've got uh, the greatest thief, other than you, of course, uh, Meryl Streep. Uh, we have all Ooh. sorts of, of very famous people. Um, so, w- would you mind uh, adding your your picture to the wall? Uh, is is she showing me the wall? Uh, they're showing you the wall. Yes, they're show. Pardon me, they're showing me the wall. Um, uh, that like strikes a chord with Quiddy. Just a little, just a little ticked off by that. Um, and he'll say, um, tell you what, I'm wearing the harness. Like you said, you've got your picture there. looks great. Um, why don't you run and get me my 10,000 gold and I will have this signed by the time you come back. Okie dokie. And they're gone like a shot. Like it's a, it's a full fucking Looney Tunes, like puff of smoke, (laughs) um, as they, they sprint, uh, in a kind of weird, hilarious final fantasy running way where their arms are like pumping to their sides. Uh, (laughs) You realize that everything about them is pretty attractive, except when they run, they are legitimately (laughs) a bad runner. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so off they go, uh, and you're left with the wall. Awesome. I, yep. I sign my photo with like a big cursive signature and I think, I mean like that'll be worth maybe a little extra when people actually hear that I'm king of something. Do you sign it King Quinny? I do not. But then I take that fucking pen over to Merle Streep and she's got I put the big curly mustache <laughs> and an eye patch and a big like like if she's smiling, I'm like gapping some of the teeth and stuff like that. <laughs> Just doing as much damage as I can in as little time as possible. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. No, no, your eyes don't deceive you. You are indeed in the presence of the beautiful glorious Cormium plantier of dum-dums and dragons. And yes, it is good to spend time with true greatness, is it not? Not like those dum-dums and their heartwarming and hilarious adventures. No, better to spend time with someone like me, who is vain and self-absorbed. Of course, if you wanted to sink to their level, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and help support their adventures for as little as a dollar a month, which would gain you infinite access to our fans-only Discord, where you can talk to other fans about all the adventures the dum-dums are going on. You can add characters to our world. You can even create your own at the $25 level and get your name in the credits. But 
You don't want to do that. Wouldn't you rather stay here and listen to me talk about me? Yeah, you just give her like really fierce eyeliner on one side, but not the other. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's so discordant. Um, yeah, so you graffiti it up. And I think it really is like just a classic, classic Hollywood headshot um, of Meryl Streep if she was an orc. Um, so you you just you you go to work on this. And um, uh, <laughs> I think the final thing that happens is you add fangs and then you stare at them for a moment. <laughs> And you suddenly feel Why ill. Why did I do that? <laughs> and then um, uh, Zen is coming back. Do you try and hide the pen? Or are you just like loud and proud with the fact that you did this? Um, I will meet them away from the wall. All right. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, they only see the, the picture you hand to them and they're just yeah. over the moon. Like, oh, thank you so much. This is this is amazing. Oh, this is so great. I... I I used to think that the the Moral Streep photo was the coolest one we've got, but this takes the cake. This is spectacular. And here you go. And um, they pass you a um, a, like a money order uh, for the Bank of Waterdeep. Okay, Um, great. And so I'll just say um, uh, thank you so much. Could you um, could you could you take me to my locker? Uh, I just feel nervous holding this. Money writ, right? Oh, so uh, absolutely. Me, it looks yeah. like uh, the the platinum show is complete. Um, so it looks like your friends are also starting to make their way as well, and the rest of you have kind of gathered near the entrance. And they right. go to your locker and they they get out your stuff and they they hand it to you and they say, uh, "Well, thank you again. You can keep the harness if you'd like." Uh, yeah, I think I will. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, I know from experience it's kind of tough to take off, so I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm actually only wearing this one because I was a little bit late for work this morning and it was easier to just put clothes on over it. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, thank you. It's It's been an honor. Thank you. Uh, and now that I've brought like them away from the, the like wall kind of thing, it's yep. like, okay, we're breaking off. And so I'm like, get everything. I'm ready to go. Um, put the certificate in the bag of holding. And um, and then I notice that, no, no. Uh, and... <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Quinny was uh, listening to Dum Dums yeah. and Dragons the whole time, and he's yeah. like, "I know what's up." Yeah. Uh, and, and he's no, like, and "I I'm... wouldn't have noticed the gold. But where the fuck's my bedroll?" <laughs> <laughs> I really should support this show at Patreon.com/slash/DumDumDum. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just I'm eager to get out of there because obviously I've defaced a famous person's photo. But yeah, um, so you all make your way outside. And, uh, can I just uh, at the at the very last moment yeah. just kind of do one of those casual like walk by the counter? Kind of, you know, kind of like tapping on it, being uh, casually. And Zen comes over and they're like, um, hi, uh, can I help you? Do you need something uh, else? Yeah, just, um, you seen Bryn lately? I'm sorry? Uh, Bryn. Bryn, um, oh, uh, she was one lately. Of, No, she was, uh, she really was one of our, our uh, most uh, famous customers. Uh, she was here quite a bit, but no, I haven't seen her in, in a while. Um, All right, is, that's, that's okay. Uh, that's all right. It's weird because I like, and and they lean across the table kind of conspiratorially and they say, "We, we, we I, th- I'm not quite sure why because I don't think she wore the fuck harness at any point, but we do have a number of checks in her name that she hasn't picked up. Uh, it's actually been quite some time, which is very strange. Who doesn't want free money? 
Yeah. Okay. Th- thank. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Um, and I. You're most welcome. And um, they uh, they pick up the six star card, um, and uh, they look at you, Reginald. And they're like, "Oh, this this is so sweet. Um, it's out of four, but I really like that you drew two more. It's it's what she deserves. She's got a real." And then he like leans in something like this here, and he says, "Like, kind heart." <laughs> and uh, Zen nods and says, "Yeah, she really does. She's one of my favorites too." And they wink at you. Um, and they just say, um, well, you you go get him, champ, and just kind of like playfully punches you in the shoulder um, in in a very – you get the sense that they've had the same experience you have, which is they, they had like a really nice chat that was supportive uh, with the orc lady. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you weirdly – even though you, you're very much a stranger in a strange land, you like actually feel some legitimate kinship to someone. And um, Zen just kind of nods uh, knowingly at you, and they send you on your way. Yeah, and I do that, like, knowing, like, two meaningful raps on the countertop as I walk away. <laughs> and there's just, like, a little wistfulness to his step until he's back to, like, sort of walking like an asshole on an ongoing basis. So, Mudbutt, um, uh, Shag Nasty's was a bit of a bust. Um, yeah, man. The, uh, the, the fire Festival is going to be starting soon. Um, but because Shag Nasty's was so disappointing, um, do you feel there are currently any gaps in your bachelor party that you would like to try and fill uh, before the main event? If this was a Final Fantasy game, this would be roughly when they're prompting you, you should probably save before you go into this crater because <laughs> you're going to fight Genova twice and then Sephiroth thrice. So, like... Um, well, first I leave a review. What the fuck did you just say? It's all good. He knows. <laughs> all right. That was for Adam. Okay. Laura, we're going to do a boss fight eventually. Uh, oh. Laura, this is the point of no return. Um, once you pass okay. this point, you will engage in the Battle of Hogwarts. So best gotcha. do your side quests now. Get yeah. your warts on, people. You just fought Krang, Super Striders around the corner. You know what I mean? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Truly. Right? Yep. Right? yep. And um, honestly, this this game will kill you. So, <laughs> uh, First, I leave a review and I leave like, half a star and i and i say like needs more birds Just false leading yeah false advertising <laughs> and then i kind of hand it to somebody and i'm like you know what you did and then i uh, i i walk away so zen uh <laughs> they look at the card and they're just like i fucking told them we needed to hire some kenku and no no we don't well here's the proof and they just like stomp off uh, indignantly <laughs> to go yell at their boss about the uh, the lack of bird people um, <laughs> at the establishment. Uh, completely missing the point of your card, but you know comedy of errors and all that. They know. Um, so you have uh, again, you have like a brief uh, brief moment to catch your breath and to regroup um, before this this final action. Um, Reginald and Quiddy, you guys have kind of come up with a plan that you haven't shared with the group necessarily just yet. But um, the uh, you hear like a tone over the uh, speakers being like, if any of you were smart enough to book with Oasis rather than to book accommodations at the fire festival, the dumpster fire that is that festival will begin shortly. <laughs> the show is good. Try not to talk to the other guests. They are hella pissed because it is Gross out there. In any case, the event will begin in five minutes. Oh. Bing boom. 
Uh, I kind of want to get rid of some of these drunk points. Like I, I've I've been here before, and then, like I got to sober up quick. So uh, can I just like can I just like poop and and like like barf it out and pee it out? Yeah, it's, it's the like, world's saddest beer shower. Yeah, yeah. Just get, I get in the we go up to the room quick, take off my armor, I go into the shower, and I just everything <laughs> explodes. <laughs> oh so, my god! What's the uh, what's the the montage song to this? Um, Keeping in mind that uh, if we're imagining this montage, we don't see any of this. We just see like glimpses of you in various positions as this song covers uh, the sound. We don't see any of the actual functions, but we do see what it the contortions that are required. Um, what's the uh, what's the song that plays? Uh, Ideally, something kind of like sad and power ballady, but you, you got it. What's what's your song? Um, uh, <laughs> Jesus, uh, uh, maybe uh, like. Push it to the limit. <laughs> Past the point of no return. And then there's just, just like you pounding against the shower wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's you like drinking another beer and then looking at it and going, oh, jeez. I got <laughs> to start over. Nah. Um, all right. So, um, Mudbutt, I'm going to say you drop down to a D6 uh, by oh, the end of this. So you're still a little boozed up. Um, so, but so uh, Six dots. Say so six. So sorry, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm marking my tricks. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop you down to four. So oh. you're still. Uh, no, I want you to d six. It'll be six. It's your bachelor party. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, you're you're feeling considerably better. Um, I chug some water at Shag Nasties. Yep. So drop uh, drop one point of drunkness for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I should have done that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you 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 as you you stumbled in. Um, do you think any of you would be trying to help him sober up, or you're just kind of letting letting him do his thing? He also didn't announce that that's what he's doing. He just said, "I need a minute." Well, he just went into the bathroom, and all we're hearing is shitting and barfing. <laughs> so I'm like. The Reginald will be like, I'm going to let him take a minute. Uh, and then and I think I'm just Reginald- like looking around. I'm just looking around like, so plans off, right? Obviously. Yeah, he'd, he'd like take off the tuxedo sheen from his armor because he doesn't need attention. Yep. He'd probably drink some water because if there's going to be a fight, he does not want to be drunk. He's learned that. All the drunk guys died in like the first year of the horde. I will say that uh, your tolerance is actually a problem here because you drink some water and it does not have the same effect. Damn um, it. So you just kind of live where you live. That's fine. Uh, I would go check on Keep me me loose. So, um, Quinny, you hear uh, uh, just horrible things happening on the other side of the door. But luckily, there are still just a fuck ton of burritos. So I think you just make a little burrito pyramid by the door, uh, knowing that he's probably going to need a a cushion for whatever's just happened to him. Uh, And gradually, the door opens and a hand just... Like shakily, yeah, like full just, on. I'm, I'm thinking like full on, like Evil Dead severed hand, like feeling around. <laughs> yeah, feels the person a reaches out and the nails just claw through the wood on the ground, <laughs> just and then a burritos <laughs> back into the room. Um, uh, I think uh, you guys put on some some music from uh, one of the uh, the machines. Uh, what's the song you guys play to cover what's happening in the bathroom? <laughs> to cover the sound of him binging, just, just and- uh, having a whole a whole clearance <laughs> um, sale. And push, push it, it to, to the, the limit. limit. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, it's, it's That's convenient. definitely what's playing now. You both you both picked the same Sirius XM, which is, of course, the enchanted uh, extra magical network. Um, you both picked the same channel. And um, then, like, at the end of a, a proper, like, hero gets, like, jacked up and trains and runs through the woods montage. Um 
He finally exits from the room, uh, politely slamming the door behind him um, because that bathroom will never be usable again. Um, <laughs> and uh, Mudbutt, you you look at your friends, uh, you take in the scene, and uh, you're ready to kick some ass. What do you say? Um, uh, I say, like, well, we've all had a lot of fun here today, everybody. Uh, I just want to say thanks for throwing me just the best old dang... Uh, bachelor party that uh well just a old-fashioned fella like me could have we've drank a lot and i just uh had a absolutely terrible time in that other room that i don't think any of you should see ever um but i'm also proud that all my friends are with me together to finally help me get revenge on the tricky wizard that tricked me to burn down my city so hey I ain't good with speeches. I just, uh, oh, bring it in, and I and I and I want to give them all a hug, but I'm still kind of like stinky and stuff. Yeah, I just, just, just want to give them a hug. It's a well-intentioned hug, um, and uh, it's it's gross for everyone involved, and at the same time, it's as though Butthole Farch himself oh. was here hugging the group on like a bad day for him. Um, <laughs> And then uh, you you all break off and um, kind of nod to each other. And Reginald and uh, Quinny, you explain your plan. Okay. So the plan that Reginald has uh, put forward and that I um, I agree with is uh, Mudbutt. Since you. You know, the way you look and everything like that. Everyone saw you with that big scene out there with the fire imps and the dragonborn bouncer and everything like that. So seeing you is a big no-go. We got to hide you. So we're thinking you get put in a barrel. I'm liking this. Okay. Yeah. And then you can basically spring out, groin to head, cut in half kind of thing that you want to do. Oh, um, that was like my plan. That was my plan. You're listening to my plan. We're building around it. We're building off of it. All right. Reginald and myself will be bringing Barrel U uh, into, uh, in, oh man, what's his name? Uh, Igneous his name? Plantier. We're going we're gonna to bring it to Igneous Plantier mm-hmm. uh, as basically like a gift. Um, uh, Reginald is great at kind of, what, how would you put it, Reginald, the way your rapport is with important people? I don't know. Wheedling? <laughs> I, this this stop being my plan. This is your plan. You describe it. What am I? Okay. Uh, I was just, he, he's just he, he's he's just been really good at like kind of like you know kissing up to authority figures. You know, daddy and and, and stuff like that. Uh, so he'll be great in in this role of giving a gift of ale, but it's actually you ah. uh, in the barrel. I'll be there as well to smooth over any kind of inconsistencies in the story. Um, and also, uh, uh, Alan, you're going to cover one of the other exits uh, so that we can basically do like a, a pincer attack. Oh, I okay. Got, I got an idea. When, when Before he opens the barrel, can you tell him to like kind of uh, split, like stand with his legs very far apart? Wide stance. I'll, yeah. So I'll then see if I can work it in there. Yeah. Don't worry about that one. Butthole, I will, yeah. I will try. Like make sure he's not there. sitting or anything. Maybe ask him if he's got any like, you know. Kind of like a cup on or something like that, just nonchalantly. I, you work your magic, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you do your thing. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll try and figure it out. Okay. Okie dokie. Is everyone on board with this plan? I hate this plan. 
It was your idea. No, my idea was, <clears throat> oh, forget it. Full disclosure. My idea was I pretend to go evil and we put Mudbutt in a barrel and I say, ha ha, I brought you Mudbutt. I am evil now. And then we would team up and I would let Mudbutt out and we'd kill him on stage where the owl bears would distract people. This Ooh, is a terrible wow. idea. I have a bad only, gift for you. Here's a bad gift. Listening. Show your I, dick. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, it's going to be that me and Reginald here pretend to betray you guys. I oh, and we like that. that. Oh, yeah, I just forgot the minutia of it. That's all. The minutia. Yeah. And I'm we still need on you the other to keep side. track of details. <sighs> no one said that. <laughs> you said I was very good at lying. You believed I had a whole other plan. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the reason I'm angry. I knew there wasn't another plan. All right, so we're going to give away Mudbutt. Wink, wink, wink. What, what am I doing? I still think it's important that we're not all in one place. Because A, if this guy runs, you can potentially be there to nab him. Yep. And B. Oh, okay. I mean, but. B, if he doesn't, we can basically hit him from more than one side. Listen, I got a random idea, though. What if we do a daddy-daughter barrel and we put them both in? Because if we no. hand them both over, wait, here we go. Don't out. put me in a fucking barrel. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. This is the opposite of hearing me out. All I'm saying is, if you're worried about Mudbutt getting put in a cell or killed right away or something, you already told us from the spells you threatened to do on everyone around the dining table a while ago that you could take both of you through a door and disappear and Quinny and I could run away. Then there's no chance of Igneous being like, I'm one of those smart villains. Blam, dead Mudbutt. Because that is like 10% chance. Hmm. I don't feel I don't feel right having uh, having my daughter in there with me. I'd, I'd I'd rather know that she's she's safe outside. Yeah, no, we're we're you and I are going to sell it. But Alan, how do you feel about this? Because this this does mean that Mudbutt will be in in dire peril. And well, you know he can handle himself. Um, suddenly, there's an extra angle to all of this that you've never had to consider before, which is pissed as you are at her. Your mom actually seems pretty good now. And if Mudbutt dies, does she go back to being the kind of like, for lack of a better term, grayscale person she was before? Well, Mudbutt isn't going to die. But I think we need my eyes out there, too. So where would you like to position yourself in this? Place? I'm going to be on the other side. What does that mean? Like backstage? Backstage, yeah. Okay. So, so we're going to sneak you backstage, insert, but you're yeah. not going to be in a barrel. Yeah. Because I I just, yeah. Cool. I just think more eyes outside is going to be better. Okay. Is there anything else you want to do before we execute? Uh, what are you going to call this plan? Operation what? Barrel butt. Okay, before you execute Operation <laughs> Barrel Butt, is there anything else you want to do? Any other preparations you want to make? Anything you want to say to each other? Uh, I want to. I want to go to Alan and uh, want to be like, look, uh, this is this is kind of the defining moment of my life here. So uh, it's uh, it's going to be pretty dangerous, and uh, I don't want any innocents to get hurt. So then I, I kind of reach into my beard and I and I pass her uh, little Richard, and I like. I want you to look after your little brother while I'm stuffed in a barrel. 
he likes to sit in beards, but because you don't have a beard, maybe he can sit in your shirt or your or your hair. Uh, or my something. hair, Alan. You feel um, the clicking of fingers uh, up your shoulder, and Billy Fingers um, arrives, uh, and um, you get the sense from the way he he nudges into your neck uh, that um, he's cool to to keep little Richard company in your hair. Aw, thanks, Billy. Yeah, that's no, okay. Uh, Billy will take care of. Mud, but you Richard. see a ball of fingers. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, he's he's cool. He's my familiar. He's cool. He looks he looks scary. He's very sweet and very capable. Um, I, can I shake one of his hands? <laughs> uh, you can shake one of his fingers. He's literally just various severed fingers stitched together in a ball. Oh, this is new. Uh, hey, hey, buddy. Um, so he, he like shakes your finger, um, and then he pats, uh, the top of your hand in a, like a comforting way. And then he kind of like, um, skitters, uh, up Alan's shoulder and then hoists little Richard up onto, I would say his back, but he doesn't really have one, but into like a little like chair of fingers. Um, and then <laughs> they, they skitter into your hair, Alan, and kind of take root, um, like they're driving you like a mech suit, uh, just kind of up, uh, at the top of your, your ponytail. Yeah, fair. How big's your head? <laughs> That's a for a ball of hands to be. I've got a lot of hair. Oh man, Billy Fingers is like the size of a fist, so he he just kind of splays yeah. out. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and he's got like two fingers up as a little chair for little Richard. Kids these days, <laughs> they're balls of fingers. <laughs> The, uh, truly the avocado toast of uh, Faerun. It's, uh, it's why millennials can't own houses. They just have too many balls of fingers. <laughs> too many corpse part creatures. Yeah, truly. Uh, all right, Everybody's cool. just animating the And crippling the debt. student debt. Whee! Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and that. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to do? Yes. Okay. I want to do something sneaky. Um, you? Yeah. Who'd have, who'd have guessed? Really? Um, I um, I want to speak to uh, Alan and Mudbutt uh, alone, separate from Reginald. Okay. Um, um, Reginald, what's a reason that you would be away from everyone else? Reginald, oh, I'll just give one because it's easy enough. I think Reginald would consider trying to talk to Quinny. And then realize that Quinny doesn't trust him, which makes Quinny just another, like, essentially abusive employer in a series of employers. And he realizes that he, like, if he offers the first olive branch, he may just get destroyed. So he's going to go to his room, which is the adjoining place, (laughs) and then lock it. And then also, like, go inside a second room so he'll hear the door open. Like, nobody's sneaking up on him. He, like, breaks glass and throws on the floor and shit. (laughs) Uh, And then he's going to sit there and just debate whether or not he should sign the scroll. Shit. Cool. Whoa. You can let me know the answer to that at an appropriate time later. <laughs> um, so, uh, Quinny kind of like gestures like quiet, like come, come here, come here, come here to, to both, uh, Alan and, uh, and, and Mudbutt and says, um, Look, I'm just going to give you guys a second secret option here. Uh, Reginald has confided in me, um, I think maybe even in the group a couple of times, that 
he's not a great liar. Uh, and so that's why I'm taking that option out of his hands for him, so that, as far as he knows, he's not necessarily lying. Mudbutt. Yes. I can make it so that we have a barrel of, let's say, I don't know, something lying around like a barrel of apple and pork chops. Um, and I can cast Minor Illusion, make it sound like you're in there, making uh. you safe Ooh. until the barrel is opened and then we spring the trap. Right. It's just an option. If you want to be in there for the real thing to get out, to jump out and maybe get the first hit. They take more risk, but I want to give you that option. Ooh, ooh, okay. Reginald's going to be good either way because as far as he concern, he's concerned, the plan is that you're in there. So he'll be a perfect actor. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How about this? So this we, sounds safer. Yeah. Yeah. Let's fill it with, with the, with the, the pork and the apples. And then, and then honey, you can use your teleportation thing to uh, teleport me like above him. And then when he opens it and he's like, oh, my dum dum. Oh, it's full of uh, okay. pork and apples. And then I can just Remember, slice them in half. I can't send you anywhere. I have to go too. It also takes a lot of my magical energy to do that. <laughs> oh. Just want just want you to know that. Okay, well then you hop on my back and then you teleport us right above him and then I just slice him right in half. And you can hold on to the axe too, honey, so we can both do it together. <laughs> I'm just giving it as an option for you two to settle on because obviously it seems like the relationship here has evolved over... The bachelor party? Oh, completely. Uh, okay, so. look, if, if I see an opportunity, I'm going to hop on up above him and then switch places with you. That that okay? Oh, okay. Okay. So then where do I go if I'm not in the barrel? Am I in another barrel? Like a safer, safer barrel? Might have to be a granted visibility kind of situation there, Alan. <laughs> oh, I'm invisible and then I'd be high up? Oh, he won't know what hit him. It'll be, he tricked me, and then I'm going to trick him. And then maybe I'd land. The barrel was because he couldn't get in. Mm. Oh, hey. Yeah, just grant me invisibility. I can finally. It only lasts for, like, one minute. Oh, (laughs) Oh, well, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, okay. We're going to have to roll this. How fast can. With uh, great concentration. How fast can Reggie talk? I mean, if I'm invisible for like a minute, he can just be like, oh, here's my butt, here it goes. And then, uh, I, no, uh, no, my so guys, butt, it's just, not doing it that way. Just to, to kind of pull all this together, um, <laughs> yeah. the option uh, that you're looking at is do you, unbeknownst to Reginald, um, not put my butt in the barrel, instead put uh, pork and apples in, and then try and figure out a different way to sneak him in. It'll be safer for my butt. It'll be much harder to sneak him in. Uh, and Mudbutt, you also run the risk of not being able to kill uh, Igneous. In your head, it's one strike. Like, there's no doubt. It's just oh, like yeah. taking out Grime Bottom. It's one hit. So um, something for you to consider is that they might do it instead. Uh, and I don't know if your mm. vengeance will be slaked if that's the case. The other option is, um, as Quinny has outlined, you stick to the original plan Yep. Uh, with Alan perhaps keeping this additional context of being able to swap spots in mind. Hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, Alan uses the VIP pass to get backstage. Quinny and Reggie betray the group, bring Mudbud in as a prisoner, the old Chewbacca gamble, um, and uh, you, you go that route. So those are your two options. There are advantages and disadvantages to both. Which one do you choose? Well, I, I guess it, it kind of occurs to me then, it's just like, now, hold on a minute. How, where, where's all this distrust for uh, for a butthole coming from? I mean, you guys are just all pally pallies. 
Why wouldn't we just? Uh, why? Why? Why would he betray us? He's, he's your old friend. It's it's not a real betrayal, right? That's all. We're just pretending. I'm going to pretend to betray you guys too. But then why even do the the apple pork plan? Because we need. Because there's already a relationship there between you and Igneous, right? He's the wizard who tricked you into burning down your town. Right. Oh, look, we. Right, but we, I. We the fooled, whole point. Old. Look, but once again, Igneous, want to have a look here, peek in here, and then, you know, growing to head, dead. Look, it's almost as you if know, you're trying to protect really me. Bad at lying. Hey, everybody. So I finished <laughs> what I was doing in the other room. Uh, what's, what's going on? This seems like a bit of a planning conclave over here. What are we thinking about? I'm just trying to break up another fight between these two. Why are you two fighting? That's silly. We're going to go fight someone else. Quinny rolls just another dad daughter thing. I'll give you advantage because it's very plausible. Okay. <laughs> Reginald, uh, uh, roll me an insight check, please. Ooh, I'm very bad at that. I take perception if you want. I'm, I'm equally bad at that. They're both insight based. <laughs> that is a three. Cool. Uh, oh, yep. man. They do this all the time. Here's the deal. One of you is going in a barrel and one of you is going to wait outside. Quinny already figured this out. So everybody take a breather. Separate. Here's a barrel. And I just take a water barrel and just dump it on the floor into the bathroom where it stinks. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I'll help the goblins in a minute. All right. Everybody get in there. Does anybody need a drink before we go? No. <laughs> well, one for a toast to fortify before a battle. You guys don't do that? I've had enough drinking for today. I mean, I'll toast one with you. It's my oh, bachelor party, no. right? Thank you. Exactly. Great marriage. Great marriage. And you were a great bachelor. All right. So I pour two drinks. I'm like, Alan? What? <laughs> do, do you want one of the drinks? I don't want a drink. Okay, that's fine. It'll just be me and Mudbutt. And I, I, I give him a glass. I take a glass and I'm like, Moonhammer believes in unions. That's why I believe the union you made between yourself and your new bride and you and your new daughter, bringing a family together by blood and in spirit, were only the farts of hell and the always friends kissing will we'll keep you together and apart. This is what love is. Love of Moonhammer. Also, let's not talk about our parents. And then I just like, <laughs> cheers to you. Uh, and I, I cheers you. All right. Feeling and I, successful. And I say, uh, yes, and um, to friendship and to truth. And then I toast him back. Yep. And uh, with that, you, you throw back your drinks and set out for a date with destiny. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H. ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons.
Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Beyond the Dark. Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors at Machinko. There were no alabaster workbenches, no spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark, and that noise. A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor, on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor, and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Beyond the Dark, a sci-fi anthology by Mark R. Healy creator of The Strata. Find it at beyondthedarkpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.